Good morning, everybody. Eric Lofholm here. Welcome to our 15-minute daily motivational call. Thank you for joining me today. Because you are here right now, I get to live my dream for one more call. You know, I never take that for granted. Every day I get to wake up and <clears throat> do what I love doing, which is sharing ideas to help you have a more successful life. And today I'm calling this talk, Fear and Faith Can't Coexist. And we're going to have a conversation about mindset. And we all can agree that mindset is critical. Tony Robbins says success is 80% why, 20% how. The why being mindset. My mentor, Dr. Moyne, says selling is 90% psychology. <laughs> Talking about the mindset. You know, you get what you focus on. Earl Nightingale, we become what we think about. Napoleon Hill, think and grow rich. So we all understand at some level the importance of mindset. So if that's true, why do we worry? Why do we go into fear? <clears throat> why, why do we as human beings, if we know that, why do we focus on what we don't want? So what I would suggest is there's layers to this thing, right? There's layers to the understanding of you get what you focus on. So today, we haven't officially gotten started. If you're just joining us, welcome. Today, we're going to have a conversation about what I'm calling Fear and Faith Can't Coexist, the title of today's talk. And what could happen for you is you could get a little bit of a deeper insight around you get what you focus on. You all know that. <clears throat> we all know you get what you focus on. But what if you got it a little bit deeper? And what if from today's call, you focus on your goals a little bit more, a little bit less on worry, a little bit more on your goals, or maybe a lot less on worry and a lot more on goals, or maybe today's the day for you just to completely let go of fear and worry in total. And you just go, you know what? That's not me anymore. And you literally could shift. That could happen for you today. So we're going to officially get a, get our party started here. Let me uh, get our little video that I like to share to get the, get the uh, class going here. Good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. Eric Lofholm here. Thrilled to be with you on this beautiful Friday morning. If you're right-handed, take your right hand. If you're left-handed, take your left hand. Pat yourself on the back and tell yourself, great job for being here this morning. Type into the chat, today is a great day. Today is a great day. If you focus on today being a great day, then you can have influence over your day that it's going to be great. <clears throat> if you focus on your problems, if you focus on worry, then you can create that as well. Today's call is titled Fear 
and faith can't coexist. And what we're going to talk about today is we're going to have a conversation about mindset. And we all know that mindset is critical in our lives. If you say to yourself, I don't like how I look on video, how many videos are you going to do? Probably none. Or if you actually did a video or two, you'd have to get yourself all psyched up in order to do the video to overcome the thought, I don't like how I look on video. The thought, I don't like how I look on video, is just an idea. A thought is an idea. And ideas can be changed. Mindsets are not fixed. They're flexible. So somebody could go from the thought over here, I don't like how I look on video, to over here, video is the best way for me to grow my business. If they shift in the thought, if they let go of the thought, I don't like how I look on video, and then they embraced video as the best way for me to grow my business, they can change their reality. Change their reality by changing their mindset. Mindsets are not fixed, they're flexible. I can say, I'm not good at sales. Mindset over here, I'm not good at sales. I can shift the thought to, I'm becoming good at sales. See, it's subtle, but it's different. A thought is an idea. I can have an idea over here, I'm not good at sales. That's going to produce a certain reality. Or I can come over here and say, I'm becoming good at sales, or better yet, I'm becoming great at sales or better yet, I'm becoming a master of sales or better yet, I'm committed to mastering selling. A a human being could literally go from I'm not good at sales to the thought, the idea, I'm committed to mastering selling and their entire reality will change. That's been my experience. I'm a former cook at McDonald's college dropout. So, when you, the, the only way to get a job at McDonald's, <laughs> it, well, here's my joke. Uh, you know, how does somebody um, end up working at McDonald's? You know, who ends up working at McDonald's? And the answer is people that apply, <laughs> right? In order for you to work there, I had to apply. And I had to apply by having a certain self-image. Nothing wrong with working at McDonald's, but I saw myself a certain way. And I have a different way now. Now I actually aspire to become, I want McDonald's corporate to recommend me as a trainer to all their franchise owners all over the world. They have, I don't know, 35,000 franchise owners. So my current self-image over here is I want McDonald's corporate to recommend me as a trainer for their franchise owners. And I just recently got a franchise owner as a client and he owns 11 stores. So do you see how applying, having the mindset to apply for a job at McDonald's, it's very different over here to become a recommended trainer by corporate. But I'm the same guy. Now, my skill set's different, but my self-image is different too. So here's the deal. You could change your self-image right now, right now in this moment. You're living into an idea that you have about yourself. Nothing wrong with that. Maybe it's a wonderful idea. 
I was just talking with a client. I had a call right before I got on with you guys. And he was saying, I have a really hard time cold calling. So over here, he has this idea. I have a really hard time cold calling. And I created a new idea for him. I said, how much do you make if you close a sale? He goes, 7,500 bucks. I said, cool. So let's say he's in solar. You're going to help this person. You're cold calling. You're going to help them save 25000 And by helping them save $25,000, you are going to earn a $7,500 commission. So he's getting ready to pick up the phone. He could have the thought over here, it's hard for me to make cold calls. Or he could have the thought over here, I'm about to save this person $25,000 and make $7,500 helping them save $25,000. Who decides the thoughts in your head? You do. It's not me. It's not your boss. It's not your spouse. It's not your parents. Some of you are operating (laughs) as if your parents are the ones that created the thoughts in your head. Your parents didn't do it. Your parents may have planted a seed with you, but you embraced the seed. You could have rejected if if your parents told you something about you that's negative, you could have rejected that idea. If you embrace the idea, it's not your parents' fault, right? Our parents, our bosses, our spouses, our ex-spouses, our friends, people put thoughts in our head, okay? But you're the one that has to embrace the thought. So in my view, it doesn't work to blame somebody else for a thought that's in your head. Well, I don't believe I'm worth anything because my dad told me when I was younger, I'm not, I'm worthless. Okay, you might have embraced that idea. It's not a criticism. I've had many thoughts in my head that didn't serve me. And I probably have many more thoughts that I still need to clean up. Or I have the opportunity to clean up. You are 100% responsible for your thoughts. If it's not you, then who is it? So you start noticing, am I focusing over here or am I focusing on over here on what I want to create? This one message I'm giving you right now, if you're, there's a saying when a student is ready, the teacher will appear. There's a saying, there's nothing more powerful than a good idea whose time has come. You might've done therapy, counseling, landmark, Tony Robbins, worked with this coach, read this book, Red Think and Grow Rich, but maybe today is the day that it clicks for you because there's layers to the distinction of mindset. And maybe today's the day you realize, okay, I get you get what you focus on. That's kind of like personal development 101. I get Earl Nightingale, we become what we think about. But if my client's thinking about how hard it is to make cold calls, we become what we think about. That becomes his reality. If your thinking is, I can't stop snacking after 10 o'clock at night. I, I, yeah, I keep snacking after 10 o'clock at night. You're trying to lose weight. Eric, I can't get myself to stop snacking after 10 o'clock at night because you're focusing on, I can't stop snacking after 10 o'clock at night. So if I'm coaching you and you tell me I can't stop snacking after 10 o'clock at night, I go, you're right. 100%. You're going to snack after 10 o'clock at night as long as you live into that idea. My wife and I are always arguing 
You're right. I get it. You guys are going to argue forever. As long as you're, my wife and I are always arguing. As long as you live into that idea, that, there's your reality. You get what you focus on. Shift it. And here's how you shift it. I focus on the gold in my spouse. And then you got to show up as the spouse for them or the romantic partner for them. If you're in a relationship, you're not married, you're in a romantic relationship with somebody and you want it to be better. So my wife sent me this text this morning. And she texted me, my king. I love that. Well, in order for me to have my wife call me her king, I got to be the king. See, I have to show up as that. I have to show up as I am over here. I am the world's greatest husband. I have to show up as that. Not as a comparison. I'm not comparing myself to any other husband on the planet. As a, as a state of being. If I'm being the world's greatest husband, prioritizing my wife as I do. My wife is the most important relationship in my life. I prioritize her. So I prioritize her and I'm being the world's greatest husband. And then I get a text where she calls me her king. Okay, that's your life, your career, your fitness. I can never follow through on my fitness. You're, you're over here focusing on what you can't do. I'm not good with money. You come to the coaching call, Eric, I'm not good with money. I need help. Well, you're stuck. As long as you live into the idea, you're not good with money. There's layers to this, guys. If you're getting anything out of class today, type the word yes in the chat. If you're getting anything out of class today, type the word yes in the chat. If you know somebody else that needs to hear this message, tag them or send them the recording. You can find all the recordings at csidailypodcast.com. Today is May 5th. That's where you can find the recording. The call for the May 5th recording. This could be the most important call of your whole life. Because you, you go to all these seminars. I do too. You do all these coaching programs. I do too. You read all these books. You listen to all these podcasts. But if you're still focused on, I can't get myself to stop eating after 10 o'clock at night. If you're still focused on, I'm not good at sales. If you're still focused on, I can't get myself to follow through. If you're still living in the idea, you're inconsistent. Some people I get on a coaching call and you tell me, you go, Eric, I'm a loser. I've had clients tell me that. They're over here focused on I'm a loser and they're coming to coaching. They're wanting they're wanting to improve. I have clients that will tell me I'm a failure. They're living in the idea they're a failure and they're not. The person that says they're a loser is not a loser. The person that says they're a failure is not a failure. But you could still be living into that idea. Why? Because when you're four, five, six, and seven, thoughts went into the subconscious mind and you embraced them. It's time to realize those thoughts are not who you are now. What if you let go of living in the idea you're a failure? Or what if you let go of living in the idea I can't lose the weight? What if you let go of living in the idea I don't like myself? What if you let go of the idea I'm a, I'm a middle-of-the-pack salesperson? What if you let go of the idea I'm not good at recruiting? What if you let go of the idea I can't do public speaking? So in this room right now, I'm going to turn the light off just to make a point here. It's not going to go totally dark, but it'll go darker. 
Okay, because my you can still see a little bit because not much, but I have some light coming in through the side, right? So obviously the room just changed. Why? Because I turned the light off. So imagine it went totally dark. There was still a little bit of light, so I couldn't I couldn't make it as visually as as um, as I wanted to. But you guys get the picture. Here's the point: it can't be light and dark at the same time. Because as soon as you turn the light on, the darkness disappears. As soon as I turn the light off, the darkness appears. In other words, if I'm focusing on what I don't want, <coughs> and I turn the light on, and I focus on what I do want, it shifts in a moment. Fear and faith can't coexist. I used to live in fear. I spent a lot of time. Fear was like my buddy. We hung out a lot. Fear is like a tiny part of my life. Like it'll creep up just a little bit, but my world's still the same. What's happening out in the world, all the pressures of the world, the pressures of raising a family, the pressures of working on straight commission, the pressures of all the stuff we all deal with. We're all, we're all in the same boat. But I can process it over here as fear. I can process it over here as faith. And I'm right either way. You don't have to live in fear anymore. You don't have to live in worry and doubt anymore because it doesn't produce a result. Negative self-talk. A lot of people live in negative self-talk. A lot of people believe negative self-talk helps them. Well, this is part of my winning formula, Eric. I beat myself up. It's just who I am. Okay, you're going to live over here in this idea. I beat myself up. I'm hard on myself. And some of you have tricked your brain into thinking it helps you. But I, I want to challenge your thinking on that. Look for where does it, where, where does being hard on yourself increase performance? I've been doing this for 30 years. I haven't seen one shred of evidence that negative self-talk on ourselves increases performance. I've seen just the opposite. <laughs> it erodes self-esteem. I prospected Elon Musk this week. If I was had negative self-talk, being hard on yourself, it chips away at the person you see when you look in the mirror. If I'm hard on myself, I can't be world's greatest husband because that's not what the world's greatest husband would do. There's layers to this. I'm giving you a different layer. And what's beautiful is, and we're going to wrap in just a moment, you've done so much work already. This isn't the first motivational call you've ever been on. This isn't the first, you know, you've done seminars, you've done coaching, you've read the books, right? We all have. That's why you're here. You're here because that's what we do. So you've already done a lot of the work. But if you're still focused on fear, if you're still living a portion of your life in fear, understand you don't have to do that anymore. You don't ever have to be hard on yourself ever again. You can just literally, like, if you're ready right now, you just let it go. Oh, I just let it go. You could be in, your marriage could be on the rocks right now and you could let go of that idea of how upset you are at your spouse and just focus over here on all the things you love about your spouse. And just be the world's greatest husband or the world's greatest wife. Just do that. Just be that. You literally, I'm going to wrap with this thought. 
you literally, for anybody that doesn't have a phenomenal relationship right now, you literally could let go of all these thoughts over here and you could focus on being the world's greatest husband, the world's greatest wife and see the gold in your spouse. And go acknowledge them today. Go acknowledge them and tell them how extraordinary they are. Focus on the great in them. I can focus on the pet peeves I have about my wife and be miserable. I don't do that. Because that doesn't make any sense to me at this stage of my life. I want to have a great relationship, especially in inside of my home where I live. If today's message resonated, listen to this more than once and you can get the recording at csidailypodcast.com. It'll be up in about an hour. If you know somebody that could benefit, get the link and share it with them. It's the May 5th. That's going to wrap our call. Thank you for joining me. Have a wonderful, successful Friday. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.